Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 801. Today we continue our series of looks at the short fiction published in Star Wars Insider magazine with a standalone story about Grumgar, the giant creature from The Force Awakens, and a tie-in story to Star Wars Battlefront Twilight Company. Punch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in the Force? It's Star Wars 7 by 7 your daily seven-minute podcast. With your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and the two stories we're looking at are In Brief, which was published in Star Wars Insider number 161, and Bait, which was published in Star Wars Insider number 162. That would be the November-slash-December issue, 161 is. And it says January 2015 on the masthead for issue number 162. I think that should be January 2016. Yeah, you know, sometimes these slip through. Anyway, In Brief by Janine K. Spendlove gives us some backstory on one of the more intriguing and mysterious characters of Star Wars Battlefront Twilight Company, and that would be Brand, the bounty hunter who's a part of Twilight Company, but not exactly a part of Twilight Company. Not part of the actual official command structure or anything like that, just somebody who's fighting alongside the members of the company. And the gist of the story is this. Twilight Company has come to someplace called Alst Prime, A-L-L-S-T Prime, to get rid of an Imperial outpost there. And Captain Yvonne of the Thunderstrike, which is one of Twilight Company's main spaceships, is down in the Imperial Governor's office with Brand, and Brand pulls a blaster on him. Captain Yvonne, it seems, has a bounty on his head from the Empire, and Brand is thinking about collecting it, but hasn't quite pulled the trigger yet, and Captain Yvonne says, hey, have a seat, let's talk about this, Lauren, and she kind of goes, what? Because Lauren is her given name, and didn't know that Captain Yvonne knew that, and so Captain Yvonne tells her all about herself, and then we flash back to one of her formative years when her parents get killed by gunmen in her home planet who wanted her family to pay protection money, and they didn't want to do it, so they killed the family, they killed the workers on their farm, and Brand essentially became a bounty hunter, taking jobs and killing any of the people who had been part of that hired gunman's posse. Most of those jobs had been provided by the Empire, but Brand started getting sick of the Empire and wanted to get off planet, and so took the job of going after Captain Yvonne's bounty as a means of getting off planet. But one of the things she learned about her parents is taking care of family, and that's how, while she's been in the midst of posing as a regular person within Twilight Company, waiting for her chance to strike against Captain Yvonne, she's been taking care of the fresh meat in Twilight Company and making sure that they don't get killed. And naturally, Captain Yvonne has seen this and offers her the chance to actually join Twilight Company, be a part of it, not a part of the command structure, but be somebody that they can count on and be loyal to and ask for her loyalty in return. And knowing how important family is, she decides that she's going to adopt Twilight Company as her family. But not without giving herself an out. She says that she's only going to do it because the bounty on his head isn't high enough, which... Yeah, depends on how seriously you want to take that. But certainly the events of Twilight Company, the Battlefront novel, suggest that she's not that serious about it. She's actually joining up as a member of the Twilight Company family. And the other one we're going to talk about here is Bait by Alan Dean Foster. Now, I have a limited but complicated history with Alan Dean Foster, I guess, because I love Splinter of the Mind's Eye, which was the first novel in the expanded universe way back in 1978, was it? And yet, as much 
fun as it was to see him be tapped to do the novelization for The Force Awakens, and I believe he was the ghostwriter for the original novelization of Star Wars, if I'm not mistaken. But I was not thrilled with his writing on the adaptation of The Force Awakens. And so, yeah, I, I don't know if this is just something where, you know, over the course of years, my taste has evolved or changed, if you will, and it's not the way Alan Dean Foster writes that particularly thrills me or something like that. But I have to say this was not necessarily my favorite of the ones I've read so far. And I'm telling you all that other stuff because you may need to take my assessment with a grain of salt considering that I'm not necessarily his biggest fan. So basically Grumgar in this story is out on a hunt for a client. He's trying to get some very rare and toxic and dangerous creatures pelt to give to a collector. And there seems to be a young girl in a forest glade who is about to get herself killed by this creature. And he thinks to himself, Grumgar does, should I just let her sit there as bait and then kill the creature while he's chomping down on her? Or should I try to save her and shoot the thing first? I guess we're setting up Grumgar for some kind of decency or nobility, even though he does what he does and what he's doing is actually illegal. He's not supposed to be hunting these things, but turns out the girl is using herself as bait, and as soon as the creature comes into the glade into shooting range, she actually pulls out weapons of her own and kills the thing. So Grumgar decides that he's going to go talk to this girl. I say girl because she's described as such in the story. And the girl, of course, is noticeably concerned about something giant approaching her that could possibly be taking her prize kill, and so she turns her weapon on him, and they start having a discussion about whether you know, she can take him out before he takes her out, and maybe they should just split the proceeds, which, you know, what a bummer deal. Like, you know, you kill the thing, and then you have to give it up to some random giant Owatin that shows up out of nowhere. But as it turns out, another one of these creatures is sneaking up on the girl, and Grumgar shoots it down. So that way, they each get their own kill. Isn't that a tidy solution that they can use for their own purposes? And then it almost becomes Gift of the Magi-like, where the girl says, I'll help you skin your pelt, so that way you don't mess it up when you sell it off to your client. And he says, I'll help you gut yours, because these things are heavy, and you look like you're... You're basically an infant to me, you know, with your calcified bone structure, as he puts it. And so all's well that ends well. And that's going to do it for our look at Bait and In Brief is the name of the Twilight Company one. Tomorrow we will look at the last one that we haven't touched yet from Star Wars Insider magazine. And we'll also talk about what is on tap from Star Wars Insider, what their plans are for the next couple of issues with stories. That'll be tomorrow. But for today, we're going to take a quick break and then get a trivia question in your hands. Hang on. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast, maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. Thanks for coming back. Here's that trivia question I promised you. I've been waiting for this day for a long time. Last time we asked you who the four characters from the prequel trilogy are that also appear in The Force Awakens. They are R2-D2, C-3PO, Luke Skywalker, and Princess Leia Organa. Yeah, they were babies in Revenge of the Sith, remember? Kind of a trick question there. Today's question for you is, whose voices do we hear in the Force back that Rey has when she touches Luke's lightsaber in The Force Awakens? 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you stow away on a Trade Federation landing craft, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a short negotiation, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.